Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. my bucket list for the day. Read an article on a news subject. Say only nice things about others. And listen to everyone's opinions. Because making things better requires change. Now these changes aren't going to show up on your news feed, but they're things I can do. So change something today. It's not going to change the entire world, but it's going to change your world. Change is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com legislative session and I'd say it's fair that a lot has happened almost that sea change what have you all starting with you Wendy have seen as the biggest changes in your day-to-day job and work so far yeah so good question Uh, so this is the first time in over 40 years that we have democratic control of the governor's office the Michigan House and the Michigan Senate and so uh, well I would say the core pieces of our jobs have remained the same to be a strong advocate for our members and the legislative process and attending committee hearings and testifying and talking with legislators one-on-one, we're still working to kind of figure out what that all means in terms of what policy proposals are on the table. Um, right now, we're spending a lot of our time still building relationships with lawmakers so you know we can have good substantive conversations with folks. They know who we are. They know about our reputation. They know we read the bills and we do our homework. Um, and then we're trying to figure out you know where does the legislature really go from here? So coming off of those six big priorities that the Democratic leaders pushed through and all, have all now been signed, there's this question of where do they go from here? And do they move back more to kitchen table issues or continue to push the envelope with uh, more of an anti-business agenda? All right. How about you? We'll go like Mike or Leah, whoever wants to jump in. Just to jump on Wendy's tailcoats, absolutely. It's been a busy time. I think we as the chamber have put a ton of, of work and effort into uh, working uh, to make sure the, de- the the new legislative members understand who we are and what we're um, what we're here to, to do and, and work to educate them and, uh, you know, work, as we always do, work through our members to promote there, there are bills where we've seen um, commonality or or alignment from uh, the, the the chamber and lawmakers on maybe what the what the goal is, but process matters, right? And so making sure that there's a deliberative stakeholder process in place where issues can be vetted. Um, you know what the chamber does best is pull. Uh, subject matter experts into the into the right room at the right time to have these policy discussions, provide that important context, and make sure that um, we're we're working through uh, you know differences in a in a robust way. So you know I I feel hopeful about the future, but I think it's going to be important that we you know continue to do the do the good work in this advocacy space. 
would you say, like, do you think they covered it, or do you have anything different where you sat, Leah? Um, kind of piggybacking off of Wendy, I think, as we're building these relationships and trying to gauge not only um, where the members are, but legislative leaders in their caucuses in terms of what they will and won't take up. So a lot of reading of bills, because we do read every bill, we know what we're talking about when we go into a situation. Um, so I would say just making sure that we're still doing relationship building and able to gauge where the caucus might be when bills are introduced. Well, you know, from a side, as somebody who came from the outside world before joining the chamber, I think that's something that the team should take pride in because people know that you know your stuff and you've paid attention to it and you actually have read the entire bill. And that's that's not often the case. It's the able time about bill. <laughs> Um, so kind of taking a couple of comments that you guys have said and kind of transitioning that. So what would you say if you had to give a greater, just kind of a general sense of the policy work that's happened so far and the climate for job creation and economic growth in the legislature? Yeah. So we're spending a lot of time on this and talking about, you know, the future of Michigan's economic competitiveness and how so much hangs in the balance with some of these major policy changes that are being looked at. And, you know, we're really at a fork in the road in terms of our economy here in Michigan. We continue to be a declining population state. We're struggling with workforce challenges uh, on and on. Right. So we have some unique challenges ahead of ourselves and uh, have really been talking to lawmakers about the need to uh, address things that actually address real world challenges and to try to fill in that space and do things that are productive, not counterproductive to uh, our longer term goals of making Michigan continuing to have Michigan be a great place to live, work and play. So a lot of discussion around economic development, and that has been more centered around incentives. Uh, we feel there's a need and uh, really uh, an opportunity to be talking about what does economic uh, development look like that doesn't mean just handing out checks. Um, you know, it means having great communities. It means having a robust and talented workforce. It means um, that people know that Michigan is is a great place to have your business, to keep your business, and to thrive. Great. Right, let's actually jump ahead. I'm going to touch on, because you guys each have some policy areas that I think there have been a lot of tr movement in across the board. I'm going to come, Wendy, I'm going to come back to you, but Leah, let's start. Some of the tax policy and talent issues in particular, they're going to continue to be hot topics based on just the way, the climate of what, you know, Michigan's job providers and communities are struggling with right now. What are you hoping gets done or addressed? So at the beginning of the legislature or this term, we saw kind of the biggest, probably tax sweeping tax policy proposals that we'll see, which was the earned income tax credit matching that to 30% of the federal credit. Um, there was the pension tax relief for public pensions. So I think that that might encapsulate our biggest sweeping proposals. And honestly, our internal tax policy committee has seen this as an opportunity to really work on taxpayer bill of rights, um, making it a little bit more streamlined, working with treasury and different processes for businesses in the specific tax policy space. I'll say with economic competitiveness, as Wendy mentioned, we're a declining population. We're having a declining population. And it's not just about talent and workforce. And certainly it's a big, huge part of it, but it's economic competitive competitiveness kind of encapsulates every different policy proposal. Energy providers want to make sure that they can work in this state and it's easy to have a business and manage a business. Labor policies matter. Tax policies matter. 
it all encapsulates economic competitiveness. Um, but specifically around talent, you'll see us working with Going Pro Fund, TriShare, our members over and over and over again describe the issues that we face with childcare and affordable, accessible childcare. So you'll see us on the front lines for those conversations. Okay, excellent. Something you mentioned, I kind of think ties into Mike's policy area too, with those environmental and energy policy kind of started off quite quiet. And now some things are really percolating and heating up. I know you just came from committee. So what are the biggest things on your radar? You know, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think initially what we had kind of seen from the legislature was some attempts, and we're continuing to see some attempts to undo some of the things of previous legislatures. And that's, that is concerning in its own right. You know, I think the chamber has historically worked to put regulation and regulatory frameworks in place that make it uh, easier to do business in Michigan as opposed to the opposite. And we have seen some attempts to kind of undo uh, some of that. You know, the stricter than federal policy bill is a great example, something that passed the Senate yesterday, where, you know, now we have regulatory agencies have the ability to put into place regulations and policies that are stricter than, than federal. And so that just means that we could potentially be an outlier when it comes to our regulatory framework and approach. And so businesses, as the regulated community, they, they have to deal with uh, a patchwork potentially of regulations and schemas that they're they're going to have to comply with. So that's a challenge. More recently, we've seen the legislature drop a, a climate bill package um, that that frankly some components of it don't don't really speak to r real world economics and what what is possible um, with today's technologies and standards. You know, they've, they've told us it's a starting point and start, you know, place to start the, the conversation. And that's that's fine. But I'll fall back to what I said previously about process does matter. 